Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you, he rubbed you. And Rubin's son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. This wreck, 33, came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Rocket Man. As most of you enjoy a day off work, or hanging by the pool, or grilling hamburgers and hot dogs with friends, never forget the sacrifices that were made so we may live free in the greatest country ever founded. Memorial Day 2023. Here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Yeah. Man, we got to show off those dance moves. Yeah, man. I'm <laughs> I need to do a Facebook Live sometime yeah. and show, show everybody. Dance. Yeah. Show my moves. Man, I can't show all my moves. That might go viral, man. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and welcome into the studio, which he's kind of been here since, I don't know, 15 till. But I'm going to formally introduce uh, our guest tonight, the promoter, the man who... I mean, he was straight off the tractor, guys. He's he's glad that we're not on Facebook Live because he doesn't, uh, or we're not live. He don't want everybody to see that he just, you know, has got dirt on him. But, I mean, he works at a dirt track. He's a promoter at Harris Speedway. Welcome, Mr. Mitchell Coggins. Glad to have you. Thanks, sir. Glad to be here. Appreciate y'all inviting us out. We're glad to have you. And, I, I, you know, I think these dirt guys, they like playing in the mud. You know, it's part they come of in it, here and they come in here and their shoes are all muddy and dude. They've been I working. I mean, y'all been, don't, do y'all even get dirty at the asphalt track? No, man. You got to keep on, your hair combed. You know, don't it, even have it, to wash your mud out of cars. What, what, what fun is that? Well, you haven't been down to Anderson and seen the, the mud hole, we're, which we're, oh, working, okay. we're working on okay. that. That's the closest we get to dirt. Yeah, yeah. We got to do something with all that rubber. Though, <laughs> I got you. I got you. A lot of rubber. Cool. So, so uh, let's let's get started, Mitchell. I, I like to go backwards. I told you I like to kind of let the people know where 
kind of where you started and what you know as far as did you race where did you race when did you race what classes did you race it just kind of so fell off we, into uh, we started out i started in 2007 uh they had a pure stock class at Harris speedway um actually got pretty fortunate one first track championship my first year they is probably when we started there's probably four cars and uh we ended up towards the end of the year at probably 18 20 every week wow. and uh it ain't changed a whole lot i mean they some some rules creep of course but uh for the most part it's still the same pure stock cars um started out with a pontiac le mans my first year and then we moved into a 78 trans am i laugh and tell everybody i just outmotored everybody <laughs> couldn't drive still can't probably drive but uh then then uh i quit for a couple years just uh my dad and mom passed away and just had some more important things and then uh probably 2012 i guess my uncle he wanted me to try front wheel drive and it just kind of stuck from there so never really traveled a whole lot um been scrubbing with one time just just enjoy it so won a few here and there um just like i said it, it's family you know take family have a good time and see what we can do and uh then we got into promoting about three years ago so it's um it's a whole different side of it um you know from a racer side you you load your car up you go to the racetrack and don't really pay no attention to nothing other than you yeah and uh now you got you know we've been fortunate um we've averaged right at 100 cars a week um some weeks we'll have less some weeks we have more but it's um it's a totally different shoe to walk in when you become promoter and you're uh, answering to 100 people that's uh, either really, really happy or really, really mad. I, I don't seem to get in between. It's either one extent to the or one extreme to the other. So, um, you know, making sure all the food's right, making sure the track's right, making sure everybody's in place. It's it's a totally different look. So, um, just try to do what's right, treat everybody the same, and try to make a show go on give a fan something to watch i think if there's one thing you can agree with you're never going to make everyone happy um you ain't uh you know we to say i tried i really do try um but you know when when you got a man that runs over somebody and you put him in the rear you, you know they're going to come tell you well i didn't do it on purpose come <laughs> on man so you know racing front wheel drive and pure stock it you know what you kind of know what's going on you, you can kind of tell that was intentional that well that may have not been intentional but you still run over the man so diff, different the racing and then transitioning into promoter you you got a lot you can use to right. to help make calls and um it just like I said sometimes you sometimes you can smooth it over sometimes they still mad it don't matter what you do yeah i know the last one i spun i never touched him I don't yeah, know. Well, yeah, yeah you know i don't know he's fine I just barely touched him. That's yeah, what I hear. I just yeah, barely bumped yeah. him. What would you say the hardest thing about being a track promoter? Um, just just trying to, you know, you show up. Um, I still get jitters. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, um, I show up at the racetrack. Um, I've got a guy that Lloyd Burgess. He comes in and preps, man. He, I'll put him against anybody. Um, and I've got a a, a the owner Joe. Um, he stands behind me 100%. Um, it don't matter if we have to talk about something. We do it on Tuesday behind closed doors. And um, 
you know, just trying to make sure everything's as good as you can get it. Um, we're by no no means perfect, but just, you know, try to go be a step above to make sure the bathrooms is clean, just the little stuff. Um, that's where I try to sell Harris. You know, I the racing's there, man. We, we've got some of the best racers. Um, but just try to give the fans a better experience than they can get anywhere else. That's my biggest goal. Um, sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't. But, you know, it's uh, it's dirt. It, it I Don't kick off on asphalt by no means, but – you know, it's so hard to get perfect. Um, it's a little too wet. It's a little too dry. It's just all kinds of stuff. So just trying to make sure you've got all the bases covered and make sure everybody's happy. Yeah, I'm an old dirt racer. I know where, you know, how them tracks are. Yeah, it's you know, tough. You, we fuss at them guys. You know, it's too dry tonight. You can't see. The dust is killing you. Come back the next week and it's sloppy wet. And So I know that's – I didn't think about it then, but, you know, I know the difference now and it's – well, and it's, it's it's crazy because Joe, you know, he gives us tools. Like we, he bought us a hydrometer, I think is what it's called. But you poke it down in the ground and it tells you, you know, but just learning to – and Lloyd's really good. Um, he's been around it. I think he done it back at Riverside, then come over to Harris. And uh, we, we, by all means, kept him on board. Um, he, he's really good. Um, you know, this past weekend was a perfect example. Um, we, we wasn't going to touch the racetrack. We was just going to leave it hard, so the rain rolled off of it. Well, we was putting new caution lights up, me and the boss was, and at 5.30 that morning, we hadn't got enough rain to settle the dust. So it's, okay, we go into crazy mode. We plow the racetrack up, we wet it, we plow it, we wet it, we plow it, and, um, you know, not perfect, but close to perfect racetrack in my opinion. I thought it was really good. Um, everybody I've heard thought it was really good, but it just um, – you know, hard to tell what Mother Nature is going to give you and not give you. We were talking to Eddie Ray, you know, a few weeks ago when he was here and talking about all the work that it goes into prepping the track, you know, on the weeks that you race. For sure. Now, is Harris every week or do you guys do every other week? No, right? sir. We, um, I think we've got five off dates this year just to give the racers a break. Um uh, They probably ain't going to take a break. They'll be somewhere racing. But, uh, you know, we feel it's important to to give them breaks um like i said we want to race every saturday night we can but you, you got to give the guys a break every now and again let them go on vacation um and it's amazing how many guys we got that that will plan a vacation around them weeks off um they want to be there every week um uh, for whether it be for points or just them out there having fun so um we actually we took five weeks off this year and other than that we've got a full schedule coming well, how many how many races do you think you'll have? I believe we got twenty eight scheduled. Twenty eight, yes, sir. Uh, don't hold me to that, but it's right at twenty eight. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of racing. You got any big series coming? Do y'all? Yeah. So races? we we don't do like the big world outlaws and stuff like that. We just we really ain't set up for it, honestly. Yet, um, you know, uh, Joe actually is is purchased this racetrack. Um, so we we've got a you know we we can't just throw our hands up and say oh well we got to make this go um and we're going to um we do little improvements um there's a lot of things we want to do and a lot of things that we just right now can't afford um but like i said that don't stop us we still we still do it um so we've got carolina clash coming back with us uh we've had them every year since 2000 and uh then we got the sprint cars coming march 25th um 
we got the Randy Hill Memorial, which is is kind of close to me. Um, really thought a lot of Randy, um, his family and friends, Ricky and everybody. Um, that's kind of kind of you know hits home because I raised him a lot. Um, so then we got uh, uh, David Higgins Memorial, July the eighth. We got the Deadman Family Tribute, August the nineteenth with the Clash, and then Chuck Sparks Memorial. We kind of close out with that um we got one october 7th we got the sprint cars coming back so um chuck was a long time employee um was there any time i needed him and he passed away unexpectedly so we got uh we got a few big shows coming yeah i know that the desmond they, they they used to own the racetrack way back in the 60s and yes sir 70s and stuff clyde and clyde right. and i think his dad's actually the one that built the built racetrack right. with the asphalt track and um, man, the the, ins- the 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 vision he had was was tremendous. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Richard Petty won a couple races. Ned Jarrett. So it, you know, Clyde and that family has really done a lot for Rutherford County. Um, and you know, we try to keep that going. Um, we try to, you know, give back to the community. Um, we lose to get all our meat and stuff like that we use a local meat market wells and jenkins and um all our paper goods comes from cnh wholesale so we we really are big and trying to keep it in rufton county yeah i remember going there as a kid my brother raced there and in the 70s he, he promoted the racetrack it was asphalt at that time and i remember butch lindley and all you know harry gant all them coming in from from different races to show up there on a sunday or something and they had a half mile dirt track on the back stretch, the two back stretches kind of went parallel with each other and had a big half mile dirt. And I've been there and watched the asphalt race, then go over watch during the, the night race. and watch the dirt race. That was pretty cool back in, back in the late 70s. So I think we're getting ready for a break, Jeff. That's correct. But uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about the big race you had this past weekend, the winter heat. I know you got the results over there. So I know all of the race fans out there who didn't attend would like to hear those. Sounds good. So we'll be back in a few moments with Just Jeff, The Rocket, and Mitchell Coggins here on Track Chat Live. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and The Rocket. David Roberts been talking to Mitchell Coggins from Harris is it Harris Motor Speedway or Harris Speedway? We call it Harris Speedway. Harris Speedway. Anyways. Don't need to put the motor in there, right? That's right. <laughs> All right. Been talking to Harris, Harris Speedway promoter Mitchell Coggins. We're going to go ahead and jump into his results. Man, I had a great time, I'm sure, at the Winter Heat this past weekend. It Winter was Rumble. Winter Rumble. Yeah, oh, sorry. Oh. Winter Rumble. Yeah, no. let, let me ask one question before we get started with your results, Harris. i got two, really, now I thought of another one. Is the post office still in the same place? A little old post office, yes sir. Right the road by, road. Yes sir. Right behind the right, right behind the racetrack on Hogan Road. Yeah. Okay. Coming in the racetrack, the grandstand side, you got to right, go right past, past it now. It, right. Yes so, sir. So my other question I ask all these guys at these racetracks is: Does Harris have a specialty in their food department? Man, I'm gonna have to say the uh, spicy chicken sandwich. Um, Ooh, that it, sounds uh, good. <laughs> we we got the COVID. Actually, they done away with it and didn't have it at the meat market. What? So we uh, we got it back this 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 past weekend. We we got it back. So uh, we I was laughing. We earlier we had it 
And, uh, man, we couldn't keep them. And then uh, spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy mm. chicken sandwich, man. They're good. I eat yeah. about two of them on, after the race. Yeah, Most of them hot dogs, hamburgers, french fries. I know. Spicy we got to do something chicken. different. Yeah. Spicy chicken sandwich. That's right. that yeah, sort of that thing. Sounds... Hey, I'm going to uh, make a correction. My wife just told me it was. We didn't buy it in 20. Uh, 2000 we actually purchased or joe purchased a track in 2020 so what would you right. do without her man i know man listen y'all don't understand that woman has to keep me straight it's, hey, yeah, I got one a, home to keep me it's tough me. yeah we miss her tonight by the way yeah, yeah. So, she'll be back next week yeah it's, all right well let's see what kind of results you had uh-huh. well uh we run 602s uh, John Ruggiero was our winner. Jake Jackson, he's a young kid. Um, his dad's Chris Jackson. He finished second. And Preston Demsdale finished third. Then in street stocks, we had uh, a name that a lot of people's going to re- recognize. Wally Fowler won with Chris Jackson second. And Kyle Cooper was third. That old man's still running. That old man's still getting it done. He is, he. Uh, Number, it got to be a white four. Oh, still yeah, the white knot. Got a white knight. The white knight. Uh, yeah, I take it you've raced a few times against him. Yeah, I was like, a little bit. He, you know, up at Riverside way back in the day, Wally's a good guy. I really liked him. You know, we kind of hadn't talked in years and years and years. We kind of become friends. And, and Wally, was he's a rough racer. Not, not rough racer, but he's a racer. He's there to win. He's there to he's win. He's there to win. And, uh, and I was too, And you know, but we kind of – Kind of hit it off and that you know. So yeah, for I, sure. I like I like Wally a lot. He's a racer. It's funny you get you racing each other. You want to f- kill each other and you get out. You friends. That's yeah, that's yeah. got That's away. the good thing about racing. It is. It is. It is. I knew he liked me when he brought me a box of uh, peaches and nectarines. He ain't even brought me no peaches. You wait. Yeah, I'll get him. Yeah. Uh, Thunder Bomber. We had Tyler Geis, Bailey Hip, and Travis Jameson. Pierce stock. We had Ray Hudson, Nathan Pierce, Kevin Nations finished third. Front wheel drive. We had Josh Ayers, Jonathan Butler, and Ethan Heatherly. And Thunder Futures. We had Coleman Sizemore. Um, believe that was his first first win in dirt. Devin Kelly second. Hey, we know Devin. Yeah, he's asphalt. We we get yeah. him over here on the dirt side. Well, he's right? always been asphalt and dirt. I yeah. think his his mom Christy was a dirt uh, racer, oh, yeah, and then his dad uh, Rick mm-hmm. was also a dirt racer. So yeah. that's like a um, second generation there for sure. He he ran a good race. Um, started kind of about mid pack, worked his way through the heat race, and like I said, he come home in second with uh, Drake Baldwin in third, and then uh, Ford Outlaws was josh melton andy moore and trent jordan so it was uh it was a little off on car count i think the weather played a big part of that man it drizzled rain till like two o'clock and everybody was calling Are y'all racing y'all racing yeah come on we racing so, now do you think people were still trying to get their cars ready or are these dirt guys they're, they're all uh, ready I, I i just the weather I, th- I think played a big part you know and i'm i'm pretty persistent um last year it was it rained up until eight o'clock and i had Half the people on one side going, man, just call this race and let's go home. And then the other half was like, let's race, let's race, let's race. And at like 7.58, the sun poked out. I'm like, all right, we're going racing, y'all. <laughs> so wow. it's uh, we try to get them in. It's, sometimes it's tough. But uh, one good thing about Harris, man, it, it drains really well. Yeah. So if it rains, we can we can usually get her rolled in, get to show in. Yeah, it's got a good bit of banking, so it kind of runs off. For sure. And, and like the – the pit area is kind of sandy, so mm-hmm. it you know it kills us sometimes, but for the most part, it drains out and we can go racing. So. Well, tell, tell me what what is the futures? 
What kind so of, what is them cars? They, it's it's basically a Thunder Bomber car um, this year. Um, it's kind of exciting because next year we're going to kind of overhaul the class. But uh, this year it's basically a, a Thunder Bomber car, and um, you can't win in the last three years in any V8 class. So it's kind of like a starter class. Okay. per se but uh big news i'll break it here uh i was trying to oh, save you something a, jeff here a, we go i need a sound bite so next year we are going to start with the we're going to put the five three ls's in our futures class and it's going to be an open class so we've been talking the past couple months and uh, i've got to talk with some of the racers um thunder bomber motors they're just outrageous they're six to five to seven thousand dollars um for good ones and uh you know it's just we looked at some options and uh the five three ls's you can pick them up at the junkyard for six to eight hundred dollars um and we're going to actually let people decide if they want to run carburetor or fuel injection we're going to let both of them go so look be on the lookout um about april the first we're going to roll some rules out and uh we're just getting everybody it stays the same this year it it, we ain't changing nothing this year but 2024 uh we're we're looking at making our futures class a future of racing we're gonna go with the five three ls's that's where the future's at Mm -hmm. and and these young guys you know and girls well and this uh, you know a lot of guys tell me hey man this 350 stuff is hard to find yeah. uh you know when they quit building carburetors in 1980 yeah. so um we we're excited um you know we ain't trying to we're trying to figure out what's the best um like the ford outlaws um one of our racers he he introduced me to that a couple of years ago and uh so we started it last year um and it's basically you know it's it's easier to keep it simple mm-hmm. um and just like with the future or the outlaws you know it's a four three ford motor um i think it's crown vicks grand marquis lincoln town cars um and you know just keeping them got just enough to put you a four point cage in very affordable um my boss just actually is built one and he's getting ready to build another one um man for about twenty five hundred thirty five hundred dollars you can be wow. out there racing so it gives people that ain't got a lot of money it gives them an option yeah so you know That's, it's it's kind of like seahaw to scdra you, you can spend five six thousand dollars or you can spend twenty thousand so. well we all know that racing has is not a cheap sport anymore no sir it's not and uh we see a lot of that i, I think that hurts a lot of tracks more so than anything is is people just can't afford it um I, i've always laughed and said dirt racing's your working man class um and uh we just you know you've got to give them options to to be able to afford it and mom and dad's working how can you get your kid in something and you know we got young guns front wheel drive we just started the young guns v8 this year so uh now what are your rules for that for that young gun division young guns um it's 10 to 17 you can't turn 17 before the first race so it's uh basically the v8 young guns is a thunder bomber car um and that'll stay the same next year um and then the front wheel drives we follow seahaw rules so 10 to 17 and uh we actually we we do pretty decent with them um really looking forward to doing the v8 young guns uh we doing a split schedule so the first and third weekends are at gaffney the second and or cherokee the second and fourth weekends they'll come to harris so um we got a lot of guys that 
wants to get their kids involved that race with us weekly. So between them cars coming and uh, one or two of them, I'm sure, will trickle in from Cherokee. So I, I'm looking forward to it. See, that's that's one thing I really like to see is racetracks working together. I've mentioned it several times on here, you know, with, you know, each day we're losing tracks, you know. and For sure. With with racetracks working together to get on the same page with rules and, you know, cars, it's, it's just, to me, it you work better together than you do trying to compete against each other. So just to go in a little bit of that, so three years ago when, when I took over, Scott Childers called me. I've always known Scott. Um, when I won a lot of races while he promoted, he, he called me and uh, he told me, he's like, man, we got to get on the same page. I know you race on Saturday, I race on Saturday, but we really got to get on the same page. You know, weekly classes, I think there's plenty of cars out there. Um but if, if Cherokee's paying big money, you know, we try to back off. Or if if um, Lawrence is doing something, I know their season opener, they're, I think they're having a big GM performance 602 race, so I'm giving my 602s the week off. And uh, we, we're just trying to work together. And, you know, at the end of the day, we all got a race. We all got to put a show on for our each individual fans. But working together, man, it's very important. Yeah, I think uh, I think that is the key and reason dirt's getting better because the classes like this, working together, getting the rules. That's a question I had about you know how much you work with people, other racetracks like Scott and Chris lines down at Lawrence and and stuff. That that's that means a lot. That's you know helps helps all the racers really, right? Yeah, for sure. And you know, as me and Scott laughed about it. Well, if I make them mad, they can come to your racetrack and race. If you make them mad, they can come up there and race yeah. with you. So, you know, we laugh and cut up, but at the same time, it's, it's really important to get, get these guys. You know, you don't need eight or nine classes. It's, it's, it draws the show out, and, it, um, you know, the fans, they, they don't, they don't want to sit there as long. Um, I remember when I first started going to racetracks, man, it was 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning every, every night. Yeah. So, well, well, that's – yeah, we used to get home, you know, from the racetrack. You didn't go to 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon or 6, but – you didn't get home to two or three. For sure. And asphalt's the same way, but you get there at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> and you're home by by, by midnight, you know. So yeah, and I think of, generally, I think people people want to get home 11, 12 o'clock. Yeah. I, I think that's a, just a shift in the way people think and do, and I, I just it's a little bit different than it used to be. Yeah, I think it's a balance. You can't get over too soon because they feel like they ain't getting the money's worth, but you can't drag it on two or three sure. hours later so yeah i think y'all doing a good job and well we appreciate it and uh, you know who, who's your tech man rick ellison and barry emory rick ellison yeah yeah he's a good he used to be at greenville pickings years ago well it just depends on what decision he makes at the end of the night yeah. <laughs> well yeah we won't talk about that but, come on now but uh if yeah. you ain't cheating you ain't eating ain't that what they say <laughs> i like that if you ain't cheating you get caught that's, that's right yep Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff, the Rocket, David Roberts. We're going to welcome our special guest into the studio. Man, this is too much fun tonight. Oh, we're going to have a blast tonight. The icon, Marty Ward. Marty Ward, welcome to Track Chat Live. Glad Ooh. to have you here. Well, thank y'all for having me. <laughs> Man, I see y'all have too much fun around here, though. I do see that already. I didn't know David had this much fun. <laughs> And just no, think, he, he, he when he we first... He's serious, but he ain't no serious See, tonight. when we first started this, he was like, yeah, I'll do it. He didn't even think I was going to make this happen, but now he's having a blast. Yeah, I believe he is. I, I really believe he is. Well, 
I'm a good time. I can talk junk and don't care who does. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wow. So, Marty, how you been, man? Pretty good, I guess. Just uh, trying to get over this heart attack and uh, seem to be... I ain't got the energy use, Hal, and I still think I can go, still do, and I can today, but I might suffer a little bit tomorrow according to how much I do today. Well, if anybody was at the truck race in Anderson a couple weeks ago, then they know you can still go because you, you did. You went on straight to victory lane there. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I got lucky there, and uh, I'm just, I'm thankful to be lucky, and uh, just, I'd rather be lucky sometime is good. So. That's what they say, old blind squirrel find a nut every once in a while. Right? Yeah, that's what they say. I'm all about that, hunting that, 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 that nut. <laughs> <laughs> all right, David, you know what time it is. Go oh, ahead. Yeah, and- man. Well, you know how I do here, so I, I got to go back, way back in time. And your dad raced. Let's tell everybody, most people know, what's your dad's name? Maurice Ford. Maurice Ford. And what number did he drive? Well, he started out in 21, but he drove the one car for uh, Bobby Hawkins' Carolina tool car. Carolina two card, one car. So yep. his original number was twenty one. Originally was twenty one. Yeah. Oh, Maurice, he was a good man, I'm telling you. Oh Missy, he was Yeah, <laughs> he uh he stayed on me pretty hard about it. He uh he always told me if you want to race, you gotta work on it. Yep. And he'd pile it in the floor, you know. And I'd ask for help. Wasn't no help. Yep. If you can do it, I'll help you get to the racetrack, but that's far as we got. Right. So so where'd you come up with the number ninety seven? Well, I had put twenty one on my dirt car when he switched to the one and uh we got ready to come to uh greenville i can't think the guy's name now i had the 21 uh johnny allen drove for him some and uh tinsley i tinsley. think yep. had, had yep. 21 and i couldn't get it and uh my daddy kept up uh for the a car for the brookshire boys and johnny drove it part-time and it had 97 on it and i just stuck with the 97 and it stuck with me for a long time yeah that's cool man i, I say i didn't know that i bet a lot of people didn't know that but i remember the 21 on dirt yep i remember that <clears throat> Excuse me, but I, I couldn't. I remember Dad being one. I didn't know he was twenty-one. But I remember him being the one, the Carolina tool car. And you, when you started in the twenty-one. Yep. And when I come to Greenville, I think the first year I come out there, I drove for JB Day in nineteen ninety, and you it had ninety-seven on it. Yeah. And I remember that. But uh, right off the, just as soon as we went to Greenville, the twenty-one was done taking. I couldn't get it, and uh, yep. and I and I beat around the bush, you know, and. All the pictures we had at the house and the shop and stuff, and Daddy always worked on them. They had the 97 on it. And I asked the Brookshire boys, I said, and actually they did still have the number. And uh, I asked one of the, Billy, and I asked Billy, I said, about the 97. He said, oh, yeah, you can have it. And everybody always said they'd get it back in a year. said it wouldn't be a short-lived situation anyway. You know, I wouldn't make it. So Right. Wasn't going to make it on the blacktop, right? I wasn't going to make it on the blacktop. <clears throat> yeah. I, I heard that from Tom a lot of years, too. You know, yeah. I wasn't going to make it, so. Yeah, I'm I, I still ain't made it yet. Yeah, <laughs> me, me too. Me too. I heard the same thing. You know, yeah. we ever get that dirt washed out of you, boy, you might be all right. Might be all right. But yeah, Wayne Tinsley was yep, the guy. That name. was it. Yeah, Wayne Tinsley, maroon, maroon silver yep. number twenty-one. Yeah, and yep. Johnny drove it some, yep. and then Johnny drove that stuff for the Brookshire boys yep. too. So, 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 how old was you when you run your first race? I drove, I drove my first one at uh, Harris, and I was uh, thirteen years old. Thirteen, beat me again. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, over the years, you know, try to get the right. We we even raced getting to the racetrack, and it's even bled over to getting to here to the radio station tonight. I I, I did come a little early just so I could beat the rocket. (laughs) Well, you were very successful in doing that. 
I mean, you know, so I don't know what it is about us, but <laughs> just and everything is what we're doing. But, you know, used to, I, I'd do my laundromat on Saturday mornings. Yeah. And I'd be in that thing about 530 in the morning to do the laundry or clean it up. As soon as I could get through, jump straight in the truck, got to go. I got to be first in line at Granville Pick. And that worked for a lot of mornings. There was a few mornings it didn't work. There's a few mornings I beat you. Yeah. My guys got to cry and go back. <laughs> it won't leave by her. It won't leave by her. I just left my guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty cool. So, 13 at Harris. And we talked about the story a little bit. Now, to me, you started beside a legend that night that's still racing that I, I consider a, a good race car driver. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, and there again, you know, I, we've all had our fallings out. Uh, me and him had a couple run-ins back in the day. And uh, we get along fine now. And uh, you know, I talk to him a few times every now and then in the cement racetrack. And, you know, it's Wally Fowler. And uh, Daddy made me draw a peel to start. And I just want to start the rear because I never made a lap. And uh, Dad said, oh, no, if you're going to race, you're going to pull a pill and start. And I pulled a one and had to start on the pole, and Wally had to start on the outside. And I thought, this ain't going to be good. And uh, luckily, I got out of there and run third. I guess it's just snowballed from there. So. Right. Yeah, run third, your first race. And we kind of got some similarities because my first race was at Anderson. And it was a shrine race, and I run third. And the shrine race at Anderson, I, I didn't. I could tell him I could have run second, probably. I couldn't beat Steve Sears at that time, but the other boy, I could have beat him. I just didn't know how to pass. I, I, you know, I'm still well, learning. I'm I'm say, still I, I still don't know how to do that. Yeah, I'm still yeah. trying to learn how to pass. So the key is not driving through something, right? You gotta, well, well you, it's not the key, but I, I've done it for a lot of years. <laughs> and I've made a lot of enemies, you know. So it just, it just, well, actually, I've, you know, I've run over the rocket here a time or two, you know, and that's why I told Jeff earlier. I said, me and the rocket goes way back. I saw root and shoved on him hard. And uh, I said, always our deal was we just didn't speak when the race was over. Come Monday, we're fine, you know. Yep. And, and she fell on the other foot, you know. He he can beat on my stuff too, you know, but we just didn't speak. Saturday so night instead of taking over. the social media and airing your grievances, you just didn't speak until. About Monday or Tuesday or whenever okay. we seen one another again. Sometimes it might even be next week and we just gang right up and keep right on going like it really wasn't nothing. Laugh about it and go on because at that point, those tempers was just like, mine and his was like boom. So we knew you didn't talk right then because there wasn't no need. Most of the time we probably wouldn't have talked. We'd been in a fight. I mean, really, truly. So so you have to. The thing to do is just let it be. Yeah. And let it go and come back and it would be a little awkward the first, sometimes the first talk or two, you know, the first couple of words then before we splitted ways there you'd be laughing about it oh, you know? yeah. you know, i'll get you next time then you know so, i mean <laughs> so just kidding with track championships who has the most oh man by far him he got how I many you got six out I there i got six there i'm yeah. talking about total like i mean you dirt got asphalt mm, probably just the six well yeah just the six i finally beat him <laughs> <laughs> i got eight well see there you go I got I got three on dirt and five on asphalt. Well, there you go. So yeah, finally got you at something. What? So if Greenville, let's let's just throw this out there. If Greenville Pickens was to start back up, you going for seven? Nope. Yeah. I did make the comment. I, I went over yesterday. I I I stepped up to the plate and done that drivers challenge thing, and and there again I got to put a little plug out for uh, the McConnell crowd. Stepped up to the plate sponsors because they, they got their name on my late model. And uh, I kind of put him in a little bit of place there to help some stuff. And I want, as you know, right now, tires are hard to get. Mm. And tires is going to come through that deal if you spend that thousand. So I spent not my thousand, McConnell's thousand. Mm-hmm. And thank you very much. But 
I spent his money and made that happen yesterday. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't make the comment yesterday because they asked me about coming. I said I would come some, but I'm not coming every week. And, and you know, I, I still got a little bit of bad issue there. I shouldn't be, in my theory, I shouldn't be tied with Donnie. But I let Whitaker do me out in points that last time. And whether it's right or wrong, what, what they said was wrong wasn't wrong. I ain't going to say it was right, but the very part they was looking at wasn't wrong and uh i feel like i kind of got done wrong there and you know i'll, I'll take being tied with donnie and go right on about my business well, i mean that's a great one to be tied with I oh mean, yeah. yeah i think you, you still too. got one more good run left in you right? i don't think so well i was gonna say you know i don't know how many of those well the first one you won was 1990 mm-hmm. that was the first year i run asphalt for jb day i didn't come back till 98 but i'm not running for a championship halfway through the, i'm not running for championships too much work who wins the championship? Marty Ward. But but my theory was don't put that pressure on yourself. Yeah. And and my theory has always been to run the first. I'd always start with the first five. Then we're going to see after the first five. If, if we're still in that hunt, then I'm going to back up and run for the, you know, we're going to run 10. Mm-hmm. Then after 10, we might go 15. But if somewhere in that range, if things got bad, I would try to get where I could bail out, go on something else. You right. Know? But there again, we, we did split off and go in. My daddy was bound term. We was going to run that sportsman car. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of success in that sportsman. And we done that. And that kind of ventured into the Hooters deal. And I stayed gone for a long time. But but actually, when I went back, you know, I kind of got – I always put myself in a position that I get all the credit. But all the credit ain't me. You know? That's right. I always put myself in a position with people with money people that knows what they're doing which makes marty ward look good you know and marty ward is a redneck from marietta and i just do what i just always associate myself with good people and you're smart enough to know who to attach to right that's a that's a big part of oh yeah part and, of the and mainly the money because you know like, oh, yeah. we never had the money to do it you know right. our, my family didn't and i always tried to associate myself with the people that had the money well let's back up there so when was the first year you went to greenville when did you start greenville? uh gene morgan won the championship i think it was in 82 and my daddy bought that car in 83 so that was the car that i ended up going to greenville with was that car that he bought from gene so you started in 83 mm-hmm. and you won your first championship in 90 was yep. i right on that so that's yep. that's pretty cool 1991. 90, 90, you won 90 and 91. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how many races did you think you won out there? I don't know. So we we can go back to my shop and uh, count all the stickers and uh, all that. There, there's over 125 stickers on the quarter winders. I keep all the quarter winders that's around the shop. There's over 150 trophies from Greenville. You know, it's just... You got never, all the trophies? I, I do. I, I, well, no, not all of them. I, there for a while, it was an every week thing, and I got to where I was giving them away. But when my son come along, you didn't give no trophies away. Mm-hmm. I mean, from a, from day one, you didn't give nothing away. And uh, kind of quit doing that, but, you know, I ain't no telling how many I won there. So That means you went on dirt. Mm, no, pretty good bit there on dirt. I, well, I still don't know how many done there, but, you know, I think the last year at the river, I think I won about seven in a, for the season. So. Wow. 
So, so you run mostly you run Riverside. Was that did you move the last year? I did run mainly all Riverside, but I started at uh, Harris. At Harris, they try they call it Tri County, Tri County back then, right? Yep. So you run Tri-County and Riverside. You venture off anywhere much else with yeah, the dirt stuff? Yeah, uh, I got pictures of running Anderson when it was dirt. Yeah. So I'm sure you've been on that, too. That was my first <laughs> race, yeah. It was dirt when I run run their way back in the... That's just a sign we're getting too old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a long time ago. I mean, you still get in behind the wheel of a car and win races at any level, then you're... You still, I mean, why, why stop, right? Yeah, I, I keep saying that, you know, and uh, I made the comment the other day that I thought, well, after the truck race, the truck race really wore me out pretty bad, doesn't it? And uh, I told everybody, I think I'm getting too old for this. And, my, and it could be the heart attacks. And I, I try to do eat right and do exercise and do all that. But uh, they said, well, you might have already had that heart attack a while back. I said, why is that? And they, right now, I'm three for three. I drove a vintage car twice. And I won since the heart attack. And I drove his truck last two weeks ago. And I won there. So I'm three for three since the heart attacks. But I told him it might be a good time to just quit. Yeah. Well, no, Gerald just texted me from the truck series and said that you need to try to win a championship in the truck series. Well, I'm kind of afraid since the truck started out as good as it started. You know, there again, I got to thank Greg Nix for letting me drive that because it's all Greg stuff. And uh, they, uh, you know. I'm kind of afraid that's what they're going to lean towards now. You know, if you look right now, I'm leading the points. So my theory, my theory is we're going to do the first five and see where we go. But I, I don't know about that. Well, we were doing some – I was looking at some stats Uh-oh. from the last couple of shows. This is – and I, I told David and I, I was like this – or yesterday when I called you, the last two guests that we've had on the show have had some – that's some bad wrecks, and I, we don't want that to happen. If it happens, anything happens to Marty, then this show is done. I'm just not gonna. I uh, ain't, you know, we going Well, Dave was at Tri County the other week. I was up there and and, and wrecked that vintage car, but blown to Steve. And Steve wasn't with me. Steve went to Dillon, and I had to call him, told him, you know. And I, I did get lucky and won the race, and it, it liked to been bad. I mean, uh, it flattened the whole front out and. Anyway, I'm thinking this well, ain't real good. I can good. tell you the first of that race, he looked like over, you know, Marty. He, he was digging, passing for the lead, and got slow car there, messed him up, and got lucky and hit the wall, but not bad. But when he come back from the rear, I mean, like he's 25 years old. I mean, he's up on that wheel with his teeth. The, the temper might have blowed off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't worried about getting tired and all that, you know. And even the spotter told me, he said, it's a funny thing to me. It didn't run that good to start with. Yeah. And that's we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. And I said, it's funny how I, I know I've done it. People's told me and you've done it and people's told you and I've seen you. Something like that happened and you just come like there's a, it's a different person yeah, in that helmet. Yeah, yeah. And there's no thinking. It's just doing. And sometimes that's a good thing. Yeah. And that's most time in my world, that's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Well, boys, we're going to have to take a break with the missile here. So, Jeff, lead us out. All right, guys. We'll be back here. (laughs) Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Man, play my air guitar over here. (laughs) Oh, man. 
I got times. them all cracking up in there tonight. Good times here on Track Live. All right. Man, we got some good conversation going on here with with Marty Ward and when he started and, you know, about moving the asphalt and all his wins and stuff. And the color, the, the bright orange, where did that come from? That was in, was that 1990? Was that the first year? Yeah, that's probably about early 90s because the first car I had was white. But uh, I don't really know. I, I wanted something bright and something different. And uh, and actually, I was working for uh, David Lackey and uh, at the Volkswagen place. And when some come up, and he was all about painting something fluorescent orange. And when I seen it, I thought, oh, that right there is what I'm hunting. Well, that that worked out for was well, worked out for a long time. But it's very hard to paint. You got to paint mm-hmm. it three times to make it do that. And anyway, I was just. A well, lot of work. You're probably like me. They don't make that color in the body. No, <laughs> so, so, that would be a piece of cake. <laughs> so you don't. So you don't use. What that, exactly? Right? How many colors do they make? Uh, they make black, white, red. They kind of got an orange, but it's a. Oh, it's ugly. It ain't even a Clemson orange. You know, it, it's, it's it's ugly. More like Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee orange. It's a dull it, looking. It's orange. even duller than that. I mean. Yeah. So they got an orange. Got a yellow. They got you know. They got different colors, but. I mean, you know, the kind of the blue that I'm using now is kind of back to old school blue yeah. that I used to run. I kind of got off into that, I call it petty blue. But, you yeah, know. You had the ties made, yeah? Yeah, had the ties made, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was 1990. I, I mean, I remember when I come in 1990, J.B. Day's car, it was, it, it was orange. In, in 1990, first yeah. year. You it, was just, it was just hard to do, and, uh, <clears throat> and, I, and I kept it for years doing it, and... Uh, I done one a couple of years back, but it I ain't into all that. So you have to paint it totally white. Then you got to put the orange on it. Then you got to clear it. And I just ain't yeah. I ain't into all that no more. Yeah, back pretty, in the younger days, it was easy. Well, that's pretty good if you know you're just gonna show it, not race it, right? Yeah, because <laughs> you can't touch it up. I mean, ain't no you can't buy a can of spray paint or. Yeah, just, that, that's kind of like the graphics now. Everybody does that, and I just assume just leave it plain, put put the number on it. Yep. It's a whole lot easier to, oh, yeah. to do that. Oh, you can just cut it. I'm like, man. It don't cut like you think. <laughs> yeah, not for me, it don't. Yeah, it don't. Well, know. I can cut it, but yeah. I can't keep the wrinkles out of it. Yeah, my exactly. You know, and, yeah. and my patients just now, my patients don't really work. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so what do you see yourself in the future? What do you think? What, you know? I don't, I don't know. I, everybody's on my family side. Everybody wants me to quit, worry about my health and, uh, I just think that's kind of like I made the comment Saturday night. They was all, you know, Greg Nix won the opening deal last year. And when he got out, he made the comment, he quit. Yeah. He and said I, if he ever won, he He told quitting. me, he said, if I win in this truck, I'm done. He said, I'll keep the truck. You play, do whatever you want to do. But I'm if I win one, I quit. And uh, somebody asked me up there in Victor Lane. I said, well, I just can't. I don't think I can quit for a while. To me – I ain't never had a drug problem. I might drink a little more than I need to, but to me, that's just another, you know, I, I know I can still win. I think I can. And uh, to me, that just puts another itch. You know, I've I done it the other week. My theory is now i got to have another one. I mean, I, I just got to have another one. Yeah. Got to have another taste of it, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're feeling. I kind of get that vibe of, you know, you get ready to quit, you ready to retire, you been doing it? I don't know. 
yeah. mean, and, you know, and everybody's on my case about it, you know, and all my racing stuff. Me and my uncle's in it together, and uh, he he'll tell you right real quick. You know, he don't want, he don't want me to sell it, and he don't want no money out of it, and I, I got a lot of stuff, and you know, but I just don't want to sell it, and I, I got the Smero bunch. I got my car leased to them right now, and I didn't, you know, they tried to buy it, but I just wasn't willing to. Right. I'm just not willing to sell. Yep. And with the heart attack going on and the money I'm making, I had to do something to help my income. Yep. And uh, so I decided I'd rent it for a race. Yeah, kind of like me. I mean, I didn't, you know, I slowed up from what I used to do, but I still love to race. And if I had the money, I'd race every weekend. And I still think I can get it done. You know, I've struggled here the last year or two especially with bump stops and all that, you know, trying to venture off into that new stuff. I'm back old school and running better than I have in a long time. Well, let's do this. We're going to score and leave it up to the listeners out there, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> what, what do you think Marty Ward should do? If you got your thoughts, you can give us a call, 864-224-6733, and tell us what do you think Marty should do. What 864-224-6733. In a roundabout way, while ago. The rocket just told me I need to quit. Well, that's the rocket's opinion. We're going to leave it up, we're going to, leave it up to the listener and see I don't, if anybody I don't, says anything. I don't know what that meant, but no, I don't. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> only, only if I'm behind you, you need to pull in so I can get by. Just let you by. Yeah, right? Just let me by. But no, no, I can run second. But no, third, I mean, or where we that's at. right. So no, I, I know that feeling you got. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I, I've lived because I don't do a lot of other things. And like yeah. you say, when you see him at the racetrack, like you said, well, you serious, serious yeah, all the time. Yeah, I'm, ain't nothing wrong with that. My mind's thinking I'm doing. And I've, I've I've had fights with my wife and other people. You're just a butt oh, yeah. at the racetrack. Yeah. But my mind, I'll talk to Marty, but I wouldn't talk to nobody else, or my yeah. family, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or, or another racer. But that was just my mind was fixated oh, yeah. on. Yeah what i had to do that's the way i am when i'm cutting grass i'm i'm zone i'm in the zone man you're in the zone you come and talk to me and i'm like i'm cutting grass man <laughs> <laughs> well so i got it made over here at work i work for the mcconnell crowd and uh cut grass so i'm all by myself during the day you know i do my thing nobody bothers me and so i'm in a couple hundred acres of land right there nobody comes goes phone won't work here perfect well, I, I would say we both probably may not make it to Red Farmer. Well, I probably ain't but, gonna make it. <laughs> but I don't. I mean, till it's time to go, I don't see us doing anything different. Well, my mom made the comment that she's she gonna fool around, and let this racing put you out, and I said, well, there again, it, you know, I, I guess if hope I don't, but you know, if I pass away, yeah. I went the way I wanna. That's right. Doing what I enjoy doing, yeah. you know, and that's kind of way my daddy was, you know. When we had to call me yesterday, me and a couple people, because I had to go by the racetrack over yesterday, and you know, that's where I'm pretty sure when they left with my daddy, that's where he passed away, right there. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And he was in a place, and I've always thought this: he was in a place he wanted to be, yep, loved to be, and yeah. watching you, and I, and if I remember, my me and you was battling, yep, that night. And, and they stopped the race, and I didn't understand what was going on until they told me on the radio. Yep. And But that was me, C, died right doing what he wanted to do, oh, yeah. where yeah. he wanted to be, watching his son go. Oh, uh, phone got, lines is coming. Come oh, here we go. You're in trouble, boy. Uh, track Chat Live, who's this? It's Gerald. Gerald, what's going on, Gerald? I uh, just listened to the Icon and the Rocket and Just If. This is a great show going on today. I oh, appreciate it. You got a question for uh, what were your thoughts on uh, Mr. Marty Ward over there? What should he do? 
I got a proposition on this. I think Greg Nick should paint the truck neon orange and put a 97 on it for one final year for a championship run. Well, now, wait a minute, because I, I, I pushed the issue a little bit on that right there. If you look at the bottom of that three, it does have a fluorescent orange 97 on it. It does. It does have that. It does. But, it needs more. But, but it needs it, more. But if I do the orange, I'll probably be the one to have to do the orange. That means i got to work. So, easy. Easy on that part. I don't know if we can get that in a wrap. Maybe we should start a, a poll on on Facebook. Should Marty get the truck painted neon orange and see what happens and make Greg paint it? Well, I don't, you know, Greg, Greg's about like me. We get we get stingy with our money, you know, oh, so. <laughs> All right. Well, Gerald, thanks for calling in, brother. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank three you. weeks. Three weeks. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that's a good I, one. Is he listening, Greg Nick? <laughs> well, I don't think he's listening, but I'm pretty sure they're taping they're it telling, for him. They're telling they're him They're taping it. it for him. He's going, he's going to a uh, Grand Young and some kind of ball game. I don't know if baseball or I don't know what it was, but he had to do that, I think, at 6 o'clock. So it's kind of got him in two places at one time. But I know, I know Buckwheat or Buck's daughter, somebody's taping it for him. So Now, like, when you say taping it, you mean like cassette <laughs> I don't know how they are. You know, I, I'm old school. It could be a cassette tape. I don't know. <laughs> well, speaking of that, and so if you if you can't listen live, you can always uh, check it out tomorrow. Oh yeah, we on Spotify. He might be doing that. We'll be. <laughs> you can listen on Spotify, on TrackChatLive.com, on iHeartRadio app, or the TuneIn Radio app. Yeah, so you so. didn't. You don't normally have to do all that explaining that part out for everybody. Do no, no. It's just it just calls gonna, the redneck from Marietta. They gonna tape. <laughs> He's talking about he's talking about a cassette tape. That's probably what I'd be doing. <laughs> if I if I had to, I would. Yeah. That's all I would have. All right. Well, this what that being said, we're gonna take a break because I gotta go get some water. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll be back right after these messages here on Track Chat Live. All right. Here we are for uh, our Track Chat Live Extra. We had so much. To talk about with Marty War, we just could not get it all in. And, it's way too all. much fun, man. So we're going to continue our conversations. I'm just happy to be here with the legend and all. You know, I I didn't realize y'all had all this stuff modern date around here. Like, <laughs> yeah, we don't tape stuff around. Yeah, here. And, and, and I just keeping up with y'all. I, I just don't know about this. That's the reason I sit over in the corner behind the screens. Yeah, so I don't want to see none of those buttons. See, I, I got to train him to do I this. I got here. I got here first thing. I saw. He said over here. He's sold a rocket sets over. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I don't think so. You, can, you need to run this. I don't know. I don't know what those <laughs> buttons are. I need to train David. If I don't see it. You don't know it. I don't know it. There. See, I need to train you because I like to sit over there and just do nothing. Mm. Except talk. Do nothing. <laughs> Does the pay change by moving seats? Yeah. Does the pay change if I move over there? Yep. We well, don't get nothing. <laughs> oh, double my pay. That's it. Double or nothing. nothing. Double or nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't go over on that side. Uh, yeah, don't come I'll, over here. I'll just stay in my little corner. All right. All, all I've seen is you got pay, papers to keep up with. But over there, you got a bunch of switches and levers and knobs oh, yeah. and mouses and I'm out. just the number of times it took me to get this show started that should tell you everything you need to know yeah he spun out three times yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but he never got took back off either though <laughs> yeah i did so so let me ask you a question now you've raced against a lot of people in your time so what's the most legendary person you think you raced against that you can remember I don't really know. You know, I went and run that bush car, and uh, we had a whole bunch of people up there in them days. You know, the Earnhardt crowd was there. But Earn, the junior was there, and uh, 
it'd be kind of hard to say, you know, Kyle Petty, and I run against all of them, and you know, I, I ain't gonna say really no great legends, you know, right. but you know, just to me, back in them days, they just they wasn't about, about like about like what you talking about qualifying in the other day, you know, mm-hmm. put their britches on just like I did this yeah. morning, you know, yeah. and, but you know, I just I got a lot of people I look up to, and uh, you know. Like I say, me and you, we've had our run-ins, and we, you know, I guess me and you raced really hard over the years, you know. Probably a lot harder than most well, people would. Well, you, we could. You know. I, I think there was, a, there was a a certain amount of respect. There's a certain amount of give and take. And we knew how much we could lay on the oh, other yeah. one and not yeah. be. And, and, we, not and be, we would use a lot of it. Right. Well, we, you know, there's probably times I've laid on you a lot more than you wanted me to, and there's right. times I feel the same yeah. way. But, you know, we that's just the way we race. You know, that, you know, you you get under me, we're going to race, and, I mean, I'm going to keep you pinched. I'm going to keep you down. I'm yeah. going to stay on your door. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, after a period of time, Murray, you know, and, and my boys know back in the day, you know, after a period of time, we're well, going to have to move him just a yeah. little bit, yeah. you know. Don't, don't take him out, but move him. Yeah. We got to go. You know, and if I ever heard that, I know then you know somebody else is coming. Yeah, you got to do something. Yeah, we don't. We know. don't run too long. Yeah, so we, yeah we, we hurting ourselves. We, we really. hurting ourselves, so we got yeah. to go. We yeah. got to go. And it wasn't either one of us giving up. Oh no, it wasn't. No. You know, I mean, it's going to take something like that to to do. But and and he's talking about moving, and that's not the to bump me, and run. That, that, that's not the bump and run that we're talking about. Moving somebody up. That's running side by side, and you just kind of going ease me up or get me up in the middle of the corner oh, yeah. to where you can turn left and get you clear and get me clear you know but my theory of that deal has always been if you get me clear i hope to goodness you can drive away yeah you know because yeah. if you can't yeah i'm well, coming back well there's a difference you know in, in that and like me and him we've done that to each other and you might get a little tag when you get down there like you know you kind of teed me off just a little yeah. bit but it's you kind of know you know oh, okay. that was coming before, it was you, coming. before you got there. That's right. So That's it wasn't right. a it wasn't a yeah. bad deal. So. so yes, and I told you the other week. You know, I've always admired racing against you and love racing against you because it's somebody I could just race hard against. Yep. And I didn't have to worry about the crying afterwards. Yep. Or whatever, we just raced hard. And that you know, there again, that's why I was brought up. You know, and that's that's really the only way I know to race. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My my theory is. Just because you run me down don't mean I'm going to pull over and let you go. <laughs> That's you know, right. you got to yeah. get by me. Yeah. Then, well, then, so, man, I caught you from a straightaway back, so, I mean, sorry. okay. You, know. you got to no. fight for that position. That's huh? right. That's right. Well, I mean, so you can imagine me and him will do this for ninth and tenth. Oh, yeah. We're going to race you new uh, – uh, we're going to race you hard for ninth and tenth. So you can imagine what it is if you're up there first or second. Oh, yeah. But we're going to race. It don't matter where. If I'm, I'm running 10th, I'm, I'm trying to pass this ninth place guy and keep the 11th place guy behind me. I'm trying to move forward. Yeah. He's the same way. Yeah. Can't back up. No. I didn't come to back up. No. I didn't come to and, – and my biggest problem, I don't know how it was when you when you started, but when I first come out there, I got a lot of flack. You're blocking. Well, no. I don't know where I come from. I ain't seen a nose in my left door. Yeah. Well, you ain't beside me. Just because you pulled out halfway down the back straightaway and looking. Don't mean you far enough up, up my door. Right. So you didn't get that from me. And right. You ain't going to get it today from yeah, me. Right. So, But, yeah, great times back then. Oh, yeah. You know, me and him, me and Marty racing and doing that and some of the others out there that you could race, you yeah. know. And 
I mean, I'll always cherish those times with racing that and racing out oh. there and, and miss those days, you know. So, I, so I'm going to tell a little story. Uh-oh. So I, we racing out there, and I don't remember what year it is, but I won. Out where? At Greenville Pickens. Okay, Greenville Pickens. And, <laughs> and we had certain parking places, and Marty parked right here at Pit Road going down to the scales, and I was on down a little further. There's always a place on the wall there that we used it. It looked like a chicken. It looked like a rooster. <laughs> so that was our place. It was flat. Anyway, so me and him had battled whatever. And I mean, we both, it was hot. It was a hot summer night. And I, I'm pretty sure I won the race. I had to get in there, get my money, come back up. They was all ganged around the truck there. And Marty said, I'm over here, boy. Come here. I come over and he said, here, try some of this. I said, what is it? He said, that's cherry moonshine. Well, I ain't never seen no white cherries. <laughs> so, so I'm telling on myself. So, so he no, took, he's really telling on me. Well, telling okay. on both of us, really. <laughs> well, he took the lid off that thing. I smelt it. I, I took a little bitty sip. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that is so sweet and good. I just took me a big old cup. Marty, Marty went to the whoa, 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 took the jug away from me, you know. Well, he turned got, it up. He didn't take a big. He just guzzled, <laughs> kept on. I'm thinking that that's gonna hit you five minutes later. I promise. You know. <laughs> so, so he done that. You know. We so we talked a minute. And we got in the truck and left. We going to that IHOP to eat. Me and my wife's going down the road. Just me and her. I get about Lawrence Road or something over there, and I was like, Oh God! She said, What's what's wrong? What's wrong? I said, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> So I get to die. I've had that somebody else drive my truck home. I'm like, I don't want never no more of that stuff. I don't want what they got in Marietta. It's good. <laughs> well, speaking of Mar speaking of Marietta, there's a legend. Well, it's not a legend. It's a, it's a, you know, they say Indian folklore. It's like stories that have been going on and on for years. There's a story about some signs that were hanging up in Marietta. <laughs> Says something about Marty Ward. Can you elaborate? Them, them signs got put up in, I think it's 1992, after I won both championships. And there was a woman up there, and she was going to have them made through Greenville County. Sign, I mean, the highway department. I said, you can't make that happen. She said, oh, yes, I can. And they was. And they was fluorescent orange. like, But it would glow in the dark kind of thing. Kind of like know? those road work signs? That's what, okay. yeah. And they put one coming into Marietta at the River Bridge, coming into Marietta. And they put one on the other end of Marietta, coming in back into Marietta, which was, I say, up the trash dumps, almost towards the Cleveland side. <laughs> so anyway, me and one of my buddies, by about drank a few beers that afternoon, and I told him, I said, and them signs bothered me. I'm the type of person, I want all the credit tonight to win the race. But I don't want to hear more about it come Monday. I, I'm a top person. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want to be, I don't, I'm not going to walk around and brag on it. Gotcha. But them signs, to me, when you come in Marietta, made me a little like Marty Ward bragging on himself, you know? <laughs> so I went and stole them signs. <laughs> and I have them. One's hanging in my mom's garage. And Romance, or Lawrence, has got the other one hanging in his mama's garage. So this woman called me. She said, Marty, you notice them signs got stole? I said, yes, ma'am, I seen that. I played it right off, you know, like it went perfect, you know. So about a week later, she calls me back. She said, we're going to have them 
remade. I thought, now what you going to do? <laughs> they did, and they put them back up in the same place. But somebody else stole them. I didn't get them, but I got the first one. <laughs> but thank goodness, you know, I, and I still have them. But I didn't steal the second ones. <laughs> I might have you ever it. heard that story, David? That's the first time I've heard that story. That's pretty neat. But you the know, legend Marty Ward, the missile. <laughs> they ain't no legend. But see, you know, and I, David Smart, me and him are real good friends, and he calls. We talk about once a week, twice a week, and he's all about the legend, the legend. And I told him every time he calls, he's my legend, my legend. I said, you know, I ain't no legend. I'm just a damn redneck. That's all I am, really. You know. And he's all about the legend because he told me, he said, I'm going to call tonight. I said, don't you call down there because I'll come to Hendersonville <laughs> or wherever. That's not going to happen because I would have had a hard time with him tonight because he done told me. He said, you make sure on the radio you mention my name. I said, I ain't mentioned your name. <laughs> might be afterwards I mentioned Davey. So. Davey Smart. He's a good one. Yes. He is a good one. He was a good one. Now, Davey drove some at Anderson back maybe three, four years ago. He had a limited late model. Yeah, because I climbed Purple. in his car. Yep. Uh, I blowed up. And I was kind of pouting. I really need the money real bad. And uh, he come down and he said, uh, why don't you just put your tires on my car and run in? And you can have all the wins. Hmm, sure. He said, yeah, I said, well, if I tear it up. He said, you going to help me fix it? I said, money-wise, probably not. But I'll help you. I'll, I'll do whatever I can. You know, I drove that thing from the rear to about third or fourth. And I'm thinking, uh, and they got the route. And it had a little old 603 or something. A little motor, you know. And I'm thinking, boy, you got this thing in a hornet's nest now. You, I end up parking it because I'm afraid it's going to tear his car up. <laughs> now, he got all bent out of shape because I parked his car. He said, why would you park it? I said, because I didn't need to destroy it because yeah. that was coming. I'm just yeah. telling you, I, I knew it was going to get tore up, you know. And I was in, I done got too far up in there, and they wasn't really real friendly because I done. Yeah, it was time to get out. Yeah, I, mm. I knew it was time to get out. So, and I got out. Tell us how this whole deal came about with you and Steve Howard with the, the vintage car. And Steve come along and he messed the motor up in that little uh, Nova. And uh, he called and he wanted if I had time to switch motors. He said, it would wonder if I had a motor to sell. I said, no, but I know where one is where we could buy pretty reasonable. And uh, I was working. I just had quit with uh, Lee McCall. And uh, I said, Lee's got one. He'll sell. And he asked me what I charged him to switch motors. I said, I'll give him a number. So he come to my shop. I'm switching motors and peeling rain. I had no idea that I'd be the one going to drive it. And he, uh, he just, one evening he comes to shop. He said, are you being arrested driving that thing? I said, yes, sir. I sure would. I said, what's it cost me? He said, it ain't going to cost you a thing. Hmm. I said, well, if I tear it up, he said, you help me fix it? I said, yeah. He said, well, it ain't going to run no better than about fifth. He said, I won one race in five years. And it's been in my shop since, uh, well, my, I had my, Heart attack in September, and I drove. I probably drove first September, and I saw on the pole up there then and won the race. And the minute I've done that, he's well. I don't know about driving that thing no more now. I, well, <laughs> I, I didn't do that just you know try to make you look bad or nothing else. But you know I've done a lot of work to it. I said you're gonna like it now. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, actually since the heart attack, I've run it three more times or two more times, and I've won in it two more times. So. Well, that, that displaces your theory of somebody told you about having a heart attack and winning three in a row. You won before you had the heart attack. Oh, yeah, in the I car, did. Right? So, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I, I'm I'm batting four for four right now. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. one before the heart attack and three after or two after. So, 
I'm all I'm all in. But I don't want to have no more heart attacks. No, no, we don't need any more of those. Those things pretty fun to drive. Yeah. That thing. (laughs) I thought you you was about to say something about them things fun to have heart attacks. (laughs) No, no. It's the old straight rail stuff. I'm sure you drove a straight Mm -hmm. rail. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of how they was unpredictable and they, you know. Yeah, and like you might run 10 laps perfect, and then all of a sudden you sell it off in the corner and it's sideways and mm-hmm. some, you think something happened to it. That's what they remind me of, but they got plenty of horsepower, yeah. plenty. Yeah, you can uh, tell it does. And, and actually I had my motor in the other week at, at uh, Tri-County. So That was your that enforcer? Was, that was my enforcer. Really? Yeah. Uh, he, so he, what? Sent, he sent that motor off to have his going through, and I said, well oh. – what about old Marty racing? He said, you can do anything you want. He said, you ain't got a motor. I said, oh, yeah, I got a motor. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have that, my motor out of that two-seater in it, mm. but I don't know how to get that dry something stuff over. Oh, so, yeah, that's a mess. Mm. Just the ride-along car. The ride-along car. Tell yeah. us about that. You were able to do uh, the ride-along, and kind of, you were on TV for that as well with uh, Fox Carolina. Yeah, you kind of got me into that. Just a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit. <laughs> He's good at getting people into things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as you can but, see. But the scenery was real nice on oh, that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, there it is. I, you know, I couldn't fuss at him. I just kind of went right on with him. <laughs> yeah, I went over and thanked him, and it was a very good day. Now, now do, you, do you do a lot with that, the ride-along stuff? No, the insurance is really what's kind of hurt that as far as me doing uh and actually, we've done some stuff there, and I've done a deal with uh, I've done a deal for two past two Christmases uh, with Greg Nick, but we run it through his company, and I wrote all his people at work. And uh, I, me and Sylvia's talked about trying to do some stuff, and she's trying to see what insurance would cost, and you know might try to do some stuff, and you know like Jeff and them get some together. I told me anyway I could help them. You know, right. it stays there in the shop, and there again, I can't. I don't want to sell it either. You know? right, right. I guess I'm just too greedy. Too too greedy. Maybe. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. You just you just an old timer. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just soon keep what I got. Really. Yeah. But, you know, my my time, your time's not greedy. It's just a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you go upstairs, that's and what my boy says. That's what you my go guys upstairs and talk my garage. That's exactly so you what it th- looks th- like. You gonna throw that? Well, I, that I might need that. <laughs> yeah. Don't throw that away. Yeah. What we, is it? We straighten that back out. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, David the Rocket Roberts is getting his groove on, as always. That's a beat there, man. That's right, man. I love it. All right. We are back here with our special guest from Lawrence. You live in Lawrence, South Carolina, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Mr. Chris Lyons from Lawrence County Speedway in the house. Man, thank you so much for joining us. And, man, we're ready to hear the dirt report from the low country. Yeah, give, give us what you had Saturday night there. What, uh, we'll start off with the 602 winner, Dale Timms. Front-wheel drive, Seth Smith and Cody Page. Cadet, we had David Cannon. Thunder Bomber of Future, we had Coleman Sizemore. Four-cylinder, we had Matt Gilbert. Young Gun, Scoot Dog Wilson. Scoot Dog. Oh, oh Scoot Dog. I like that. Pure Stock, we had Kevin Nations. And Thunder Bomber, we had Rod Tucker. I want to mention about the Kevin Nations. He has two cars, correct? Yes, sir. And Devin Kelly drove the other car. Is that right? Devin Kelly, I think, 
ran second in the other Yes, car. I saw that. Honorable mention, Devin Kelly. So, if you're listening, congratulations. I bet the announcer had a hard time with those two cars. They look just alike. They are very close. Wow. So, yeah, Dev, Devin's becoming a good little racer. It's asphalt and dirt. And I think I think dirt's really going to help him. I know it. I think it will. It's going to help him a lot. So, you know. Uh, so, yeah, you had a good night your first night, I think. I think we had a pretty good crowd. I think we had close to 70 cars and a lot of fans there. Wow, that's good. Yeah, Lawrence always packs them in, man. That's what I'm telling you. Ever since I've been going there, it was, it was big. Well, before you get started, David, I want to commend Chris. I saw I was reading Facebook today, and I saw uh, where you guys posted that someone didn't pass tech. And, I mean, you guys were right on it. I think the issue, I'm not going to say the name, I don't remember, but there was an issue in tech, and you guys, you know, reinforced the rules, and they were not uh, legal. So, the big, guy, big uh, applause for that. The guy was four pounds light, and I made the call and DQ'd him. Uh, realized afterwards that I had made a mistake. Uh, I told both of them I'd pay them both for first place and points. Well, that that's wow. awesome. A lot of, I've been to a lot of tracks, and that's the, the number one complaint is, I think, is tech. Oh, yeah. A lot of folks are getting, sliding by, not getting their cars tech, but you made a mistake, you went back and corrected. That's that's uh, that's awesome. That speaks volumes for me. Yeah, that, that speaks volumes, and that, that, that's a good, great way to start off and get people to, you know, want to come run even more there for you. So I'm, I'm glad you, you've done that. You've always been that type of person anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you do that. So let's go back in, in time. As everybody's probably laughing here. Goes Robert's going to talk about the past. <laughs> My wife, she says, he always wants to talk about the past. So anyway. So, Chris, tell us, how old was you and, and when you first started racing, and, and what what'd you start in? I actually started when I was 14. I drove three races that year, and they called bomber class back then. I ran at Lawrence two races, and I ran at Fountain Inn the last Sunday they raced there. The last race they run at, at Old Fountain Inn? I was at Fountain Inn. Wow. And 14 years. What year was that? 1984. 1984. Wow. So so you raced that, then you then uh, then you moved up to... The what, hobby what? division, and then we went from there to limited sportsman. Right. Had and some good limited cars, didn't you? Had some good limited cars. You know where one of them come from, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. two of them, matter of fact. Yeah, I know, yeah. I just throw that out there a little bit. Yeah. The Hawk chassis. And uh, <laughs> then we went to Super Lake Mall Racing and ran there for years. Right. And then I got away for a little bit and kind of ventured back through the field a couple different times. Yeah. Now, now it's got two things I want to know. Is one, the color yellow. Why, why did you love yellow? My grandmother loved yellow roses, and... She always said my race cars had to have yellow on it. Wow. So I went with yellow race cars. That's cool. I love I love hearing those kind of behind the scenes stories like that. I I, I knew I know the number deal I'm fixing Ashton, but I, I, I just thought about the, the, the car always yellow. And I'm glad I asked that question, Grandma. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the the number and what is it? Growing up, I was a Dale Earnhardt fan, and my number in baseball was 14. But there was a couple of drivers that was number 14 that I didn't like. So I had to we make won't, a choice. We won't say any names. I'm right? not going to call any names. <laughs> but, so I chose Dale Earnhardt's number, and that's where it came from. Right. And, and, you, and you lived it well. You lived the Intimidator well and the three at, at large so. speedway <laughs> over the years. So, yeah, you've done great. So now, 
So now you know you're right. Well, let's talk about what you tell me earlier. 2016 was probably your best year ever in racing, isn't it? Yes. And tell us the story of 2016. Uh, they were clip cars, like a late model with clips on them. And I won 18 out of 22 races that year, 17 in a row. Wow. Wow, that's amazing right there. How many times did they try to add weight to you? Oh, uh, it, it weighed enough. I didn't have to worry about it. I, I <laughs> eat enough cheeseburgers. Uh, we plenty. <laughs> yeah, well, well you know, they like to put weight on people around here that, you know, if they get to win in a little bit. I won't mention no names on that either, but... <laughs> i know how it is yeah you know so so that's pretty good so that was an awesome year so that now this is your son that started he just, just started racing some he just started last year and he got his first win last year oh wow i didn't know that yeah right there towards the end of the year he got his first win he he started out a little slow but we got on to him a little bit and got him up the racetrack some right. and he started running competitive. You got on him like Wayne and Sam used to get on you. Oh, Is yeah. that it? They used to get on me hard. I felt sorry for you at times down there when Wayne, Uncle Wayne, and your daddy Sam, I'm like, whew, man, I mean, that, that making Chris live hard. But oh, now, yeah. Now, what's your son's name? Blake. Blake. That's right, Blake. So, Blake, if you're listening, shout out, man. I didn't know you won. Congratulations. Uh, but now, on a sad note, now that you're a promoter at Lawrence Speedway. He, cannot, he cannot race there. He cannot mm-hmm. race there. So you plan on carrying him anywhere else? We'll probably go to TR some, and I had heard Buffalo was going to open back up, so we may go there. Buffalo, where's that? Union. Down in Union, South Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, my ADD just kicked yeah. in, but I did see some updates down that way from uh, Little River, formerly yeah. Modoc. They're doing some stuff down there. Yeah, now you may can help us with that. Now, Kelly, uh, what's Kelly's name is he running it? I forget who told us. I can't think of Kelly's last name. I think Mitchell, Mitchell Coggins Modoc. told us. Old Modoc Speedway, mm-hmm. they calling it Little River. Little River now. I've heard, but I can't think of who they said was running it. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. So, so let's let's move. So now we got to number three. We got the yellow. We got Blake. He he's racing now. Now you're starting. What made you decide to be a promoter? A few years back, when uh, before Danny and them got it. Um, That's went, Danny Hurley. Danny Hurley. A good friend of mine that's passed away now, we had talked about going in together and maybe leasing the track when it came available. And he passed away, and I kind of washed it to the side. And later on, it come back available, and I said, well, this might be my calling, you know, if I might need to go ahead and try it. Right. right now, now you, you've worked for, it was Napa, and that's Car Quest, and down in Lawrence, and you've been there since you was a long time how long you been there i went to work at carquest the first time uh 1992 worked for him a good many years left came back and it was napa and now it's back carquest again so i've been with them since really 92 same people right right well that's, that's cool now now down at lawrence i know i noticed that you you kind of opened up a parts store i call it a store so room down there that you're selling parts and and doing that too at the racetrack right we've added a good many parts uh you know most of your late mall drivers have their own parts in the trailers but a lot of these lower divisions the thunder bombers and front wheel drives they don't usually have any parts there for them but i've got Mm -hmm. from control arms ball joints uppers lowers 
inner outer tie rods, CV axles. I mean, I got a little bit of everything. Everything in there. for us. You don't happen to have a, a radiator for an '89 Dodge D100 down there, do you? <laughs> I probably got it at the parts store. <laughs> I need one. I need one. He can hook you up. So, 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 what kind of fuel y'all run at large? VP 110. VP 110. Is that all the classes? Uh, some of them have. They can run the regular fuel. And, you know, we don't carry the regular fuel there. but right. So you don't have a limitation that they have to buy so many gallons or whatever. They just. Not anymore. It not used anymore. to be that way, but right. not anymore. So so not not really on the lower classes. So are you on Hoosier tires? We are on Hoosier tires. Hoosier tires. And and what's the top class, I guess, is 602. What what tire are they on? What, what They have a certain crate tire they have to run. It's like the 1350 crate series tire. They have to run that. They have to run that. How, how much are those dirt tires nowadays? Two hundred and forty dollars a piece. Two forty mm. a piece. And I thought asphalt guys was going crazy. I think we need to go into tire business, David. That yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Jeff and Rocket tire. Hey, that'll that work. Idea. So that's cool, man. So how many classes do you have? We've now? got we've got eight this year. They had seven last year, but I added two new classes and dropped one. So I've got eight classes, and we're trying to begin a new class. Well, we're going to take a break here in just a second. We're going to come back and talk about some of these classes and different things with Mr. Chris Lyons at Lawrence Motor Speedway, the Darlington of Dirt. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff in the Rocket, David Roberts talking with our guest Chris Lyons from Lawrence County Speedway. David over there feeling this Taylor Swift, huh? Man, I tell you, man, you got the beat going on tonight, Jeff. I like that. All right. Bluegrass earlier, good. Got good some deal. dirt on dirt going on. That's man. right. We're gonna and we're gonna open up the phone lines too. If anybody out there has a question for uh, Mr. Chris Lyons, you can give us a call 864-224-6733. And Chris is over there. Uh oh, what are we what are we doing oh, now? Oh yeah, now it's fixing to get hot up. It's in gonna here. get hot up in here. So let's. <laughs> let, oh man. So let, let's get back to this. Your classes there. Now you say you got rid of one class. What class did you get rid of? We got rid of limited late model. The li- oh, the limited late model. Yep. Yep. Frank old frankie coats frankie coats old frankie ain't nowhere to go now now no. can i add why most racetracks now especially asphalt they're going back to the limited late model versus a late model what was the decision based to go back to get do away with the limiteds they had about i would say two or three true limited cars and one weekly and they filled in with some of the 602 cars and some of the other cars and it really wasn't a true class. I got you. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of got in between things there, hadn't it? And I mean, the money. I mean, stuff. It's more six oh two, six oh fours. Where the you had to probably six or seven six oh twos and a couple six oh fours running in that class, and right. maybe two or three true limited motors. Yeah, where you give them a little weight break and a bigger spoiler and stuff like that, trying to... A little bit of that Trying to, to make it. it offset a little yeah. bit, yeah. Yeah, I think that was a good... Now, you added what? We added a cadet class, which is the same chassis, same cars, but I put them on a 10-inch tire. All right, now let's back up here. The same same late model car? Same, yeah, same chassis, but they had to run a 602 motor, or I call it an old hobby engine motor. Right. 500 lift cam, you know. 500 lift cam type. And put them on a 10-inch tire. 10-inch tire. Wow. Now, how's, now what, how's that going? What class is that? It's cadet. Cadet. We, we, had, we only had three Saturday, but I've got probably four or five more that's supposed to be buying tires and rims. 
right. in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I've got I've actually got probably two testing one day this week, so hopefully we'll have a few more cars in that class and build it up. Yeah, I'd say that that sounds like it would be a good class that could economically wise. It is right? the the tires for that class are one hundred twenty five dollars compared to two forty. Right. That's my kind of tire. There, right. you know, it's a little bit better price range. And as long as you keep the track prep right, they can maybe a right rear every two or three races. I I think with this tire we got, they'll probably last five or six races wow yeah that's good so that's good so all right so what was the other class uh i had added pure stock which is like nations and killing him run oh, okay so that's a new class at the tucker recycling pure stock classes yes is a new so class. was that this past weekend the first time you ran those this is this the first season? time okay. they, they ran there i got you and now is that like camaros and it's stuff? mostly the old that? camaros and all the old camaros that they just kind of tie the subframes together and stuff like that. Like that's that's about it. Okay, well that's that's pretty cool. So, so how many races are you looking to have this year? We've got thirty scheduled plus a shrine race. A shrine race. Now, when is the shrine race this year? It is the second Tuesday in June. All right, back to Tuesday night. It that's what I. That's what I've been wanting to ask for so long. Most racetracks that I go to, they have a shrine race. It's either on a Friday or a Saturday. Right. But Lawrence has always did theirs on a Tuesday. Can you explain? I know working folk, it's hard to get up if you stay there. You know, you have a curfew there? No. Okay, well, that, that makes it even harder, I guess, if you have to work on Wednesday morning. The, the Tuesday night deal, and I, I talked them back into going to it, all the other tracks run on either Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you know, draw somebody in that normally doesn't run there, you've got to choose a different day. So we... It was always on Tuesdays for that reason, and I talked to Shriners into going back to Tuesday because I had several drivers wanting to come back, but I can't come on a Saturday and not give up the points. Right, right. So we went back to sa- so went probably, back to Tuesday. probably been 40 years or so, whatever it is, that they've been on Tuesday night that I can remember. I think it was 40 years in a row. Yeah. So yeah. that Wednesday after the Shrine race in Lawrence is the most called-in work day. Oh, yeah, or night. vacation day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've went to work, getting home two or three o'clock in the morning or later, get up and go to work the next morning. That's it was tough back in the day, but back then was young. You didn't think nothing. Young, about it. you don't think nothing back. about it. Now you get old, like I can't do that. I can't even go watch, man. <laughs> get home that late. But yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I'm so excited that you got that back on Tuesday night. I just think that that history of that's just great. Now, what class is coming? What what's your top class in that deal, Romy? We're gonna run. Basically, our regular lo- local Saturday night races, but they're going to pay a good bit more money. Now, the 602 will be the top class that night. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be 2500 to win in 602 that night. I see. I like that, too. So, you're not bringing in a series, not bringing in some special series like Clash or whatever. This is going to be your local guys getting the big money for the for the Shrine race, which is prestigious to me to win a Shrine race is big. Oh, yeah. Every, everybody wants a Shrine race trophy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is... That is one of the things in racing where you dirt, asphalt, whatever, that you want that trophy, right? Just winning, winning that Shrine race. There's something about winning the Shrine race. I've, You know, so many folks come through Anderson, you know, when we, when we have the Shrine race, and they talk about, I've wanted to win this race for so many years. And, you know, they finally get their chance and they win. And to them, that is the Super Bowl of racing, oh, yeah, is to win that Shrine race. Yeah, I, I come close several times on dirt, never got it, and... You know, it would be like at, at Lawrence, our Drago deal, and I'd be real good there. Then they'd bring in something different class-wise, and you try to run. 
you know I, fortunately i've won i've won a couple on asphalt but missed out on the dirt and that you know we really wanted that but that's cool i'm just glad love the shriners love what they do love that putting that back into where, where it should be that is great so twenty five hundred dollars for the 602 that's that's cool so so where, where are you going forward how many races what you know what other special events do you have uh, i've got the carolina class scheduled i've got some modified races scheduled uh sharp mini late mile races scheduled got a little combination of everything we've added some different classes you know this year some of the stuff people hadn't seen around here right now the modifieds what uh open wheel modifieds the open wheel modifieds yes. okay so no sprint cars that's kind of i think i've had the sprint car scheduled one time this year Oh, wow. Now that's, you ever seen a sprint car go around through there? You've seen them at Anderson. I've seen them on asphalt, and they blow my mind. Yeah, that, that's just unreal. It's unreal. Have you heard of Johnny Bridges, the wild child? He's, like, set the track record several times on asphalt at Anderson. I mean, he's, like, he's coming out of the turns. His, his tires are literally, like, smoking. I can imagine on dirt how awesome they are. So, so how many you running every week? Every Saturday. Every Saturday till when? Uh, the first Saturday in October will be our last race. First Saturday in October, and we'll quit that because. Uh, usually football season, football. And everything else, you know, starts. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, uh, down in Lawrence, down there, boy, you don't Clinton, you don't. Nah, we're going football. Come, come, foot, high school football time. High school right? and college. And yeah. college, yeah. It's time to racing's about done, so. How how hard has it been for you to make the transition from being a racer to a promoter? It has been very hard. There is a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't realize. So so you're figuring out that, right? Prepping the track, getting the food, it just is. doing all the things that's got to be done, right? It's a seven-day job every week. Right. Now, I mean, on top of your full-time on job. On top of my full-time job. Now, you just told me earlier tonight before we got started, said, uh, now, how many different hats did you wind up wearing <laughs> this Saturday night? Uh, I, I didn't wear the first hat Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Well, you, as far as job titles. Yeah, job titles. I was, I was running back and forth to the tower, to the parts trailer, to the scales, a little bit of everything. Yeah, doing everything. Just wasn't, just wasn't flipping no burgers or popping popcorn. I didn't have to do that. Yeah. Or unstop any toilets. I didn't do that either. I had a guy doing that for me. <laughs> So, so I noticed you painted the walls white and done all that, and and put up new signs on the back stretch, which looks really cool. And, and you and you put up some barriers back there. Put or up something. concrete barriers back there, so, so, so people can stand. And we have an outside parking, and they really didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, uh, they would have to weed into the stands or try to stand somewhere they shouldn't. And right. We built this zone back there for them to come stand or ride the four-wheeler back there where they have a place to see the race. Right, where they can get back there. Because a lot of people park on the outside over there too, correct? And they don't, yeah, so and they just don't have anywhere to go. Right, yeah. Last time I was there, a buddy of mine, that's where he's parked. And I'm like, nowhere to go. That's like you said, I stand over there where I really didn't need to be. And I said, I don't like this, you know. So then I walked way around over to the front stretch. But that was, yeah, I'm glad you've done that. That's pretty cool. One question I like to ask all the promoters that come by is what's the hardest thing about being a track promoter for you uh there's a lot but i guess making all the decisions where to get this or where to get that or when to do it that's that's been the biggest thing as far as anything on the track i've been around the track all my life so i mean this that's came pretty easy you know but as far as going out and making sure you have food make sure you have this lined up or people 
has been a yeah, so what's what's the easiest thing? Because I know David's got a question about some food here. What's the easiest thing about being a promoter? There ain't nothing real easy. I don't know. Well, it's just day one now. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's just, just, just round one, but he, he'll figure it out. I guess being around everybody, you know, at the races and seeing all the people enjoying it, you know, it's, it's made things a lot easier, you know, making me want to keep going. Yeah, of course. Now, now who's your tech man? Uh, I don't have one classified as tech man, but if I have to, I'll take it myself. Take it yourself. Yeah. I, I've got two guys I'm talking to right now about the tech job, but I'm waiting on one to call me back before I make a decision. You make a decision. Now, now, when Danny left, did you did you keep a lot of his people that was helping? We probably kept probably 60, 70% of them. Right. Which, there was a few that wanted to move on and do other things, and we changed the flagman wanted to move on and help danny and i actually got one of the old flagmans back justin parker ah uh goob you goob, probably remember yeah, goob yeah yeah he actually came back this year and helped you say goob goob is his okay. nickname now, who's announcing uh gray gray oh gray if you're listening shout out to gray he's yeah. helped out some oh, yeah i like that kid he's a good he one. is a good yeah, one he's a good dude yeah. So that that's that's cool. So now in the in the press box, still got all the cool pictures of the there is pictures. There is pictures everywhere. You start up the stairs and you're looking left and right, and you know, there's pictures yeah. of everything. Yeah, I've been up there one time. That was that's that's a pretty cool shot, right? It there. is. So, so what? Uh, so what do you see going forward? Is you know any other classes you you thinking about doing some stuff to? I would love to run a couple super late mile races there. It may be next year or the year after. Like I say, right. I want to get my foot wet, you know. Yeah, kind of get going. Get going and see how it goes. And and see what you got. Uh, see what you got going. So, now, I know I talked to you the other week and prepping the track. That's been a whole new experience, right? Oh, yeah. What you Yeah, like me and you, we, we've been on it. We, we, we gripe about it because it's got a hole in it or it's dry. So now you're on the other end. Yeah, we, 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 put, we hauled in about 25 loads of dirt and clay and all this year and moved it around and plowed the track and blended it all back in and we got a little dip in three going up there but and got a few little bumps but to the most part track's been pretty smooth yeah so one question that last question i got is what's the best food at lawrence motor speedway i'm gonna say right now i'm gonna say the hot dog is the best the hot dog the cheeseburger's real good but the hot dog i'm gonna say is the best got the hot dog so that's i was the, hoping you were gonna say tacos but that's the first that's the first hot dog we had at a race now does it look like the the, the martinsville hot dog with that red red uh wiener oh, in there? Man, just a good old south <laughs> good good old south Carolina <laughs> hot dog i got you <laughs> all right well all right. anybody you want to shout out we got to take another break but before we um Go to break. Anybody you'd like to shout out? Uh, I I'd like to thank Brad Abercrombie. He's been he's been my right hand man as far. Brad, Brad Abercrombie right. has been helping me tremendously at that racetrack. I'd like to thank him. Yeah, about time, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for the best of Track Chat Live. We hope everyone enjoyed the show. Catch us back here next Monday, June the fifth, as we have father and son duo of Devin and Rick Kelly. Don't forget, we'll be live here on 104.7 WRIX Electric City Bluegrass at 6 p.m. Or you can download the Electric City Bluegrass app and listen live. Hope everyone has a great Memorial Day. I think it's time to go find the after party with some grilled hamburgers. Good night, everyone. Good night, Rocket. <laughs>